Yo, what's going down? This is Big S.O. and you're tuned in to AU Dollars, baby. You ask questions. How can every religion claim to be the only one? How can they preach love yet fight each other holding guns? I think the golden sun might be able to shed some light. Yo, what up, Cash Fam? My name is Matthew Craig and you are tuned in to AU Dollars, Australia's Hip Hop Connect. We an independent grassroots hip-hop platform and appreciate every single one of you taking time out of your day to tap in today. So please be liking this video, jump in the comments, subscribe to our channel, and be sure to share this far and wide because, as always, we are bringing you the biggest and best guests from Australia and around the world. And my guest today, one-third of an infamous Australian hip-hop collective, a group that has absolutely changed the way Australian hip-hop is looked at. We wouldn't be here today without the legacy of this group. I'm talking six studio albums, three number one ARIA debuts, three platinum albums, a gold album, two ARIA awards for best urban release, one for best video. Over the course of 22 years, I counted no less than 18 headline tours, including the highest selling Australian hip hop tour of all time. Of course, I'm talking about the legendary Bliss and SO. We've got one third here today. My man, Maka, SO, welcome to AU Dollars, Australia's Hip Hop Connect, bro. How are we doing? I'm doing good, brother. Doing good. Feel uh, very honoured to be uh, part of this and on the show, bros. I love what you do. Uh, big love, bro. Big love. Talk to us. It's 2022, man. Like, you guys have been doing this for a minute, but you show no signs of slowing down. Give us a bit of a picture of how life in 2022 is for B&E. Man, obviously, um, <clears throat> yeah, everyone was was hit with COVID. Um, and it depends on, you know, if you're an artist, it depends on what kind of... Um, you know, situation you were in. If you were in the, I call I call it the on and off season. So if you're if you're on season, you got an album out. Mm-hmm. You're doing film clips. You're uh, you know performing it live. But the off season is when you're basically just in the studio, homing in on your craft. Mm-hmm. You know, working on the next album. So if you were in the off season. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what we do anyway. We lock ourselves right. away and, you know, we get to work. Um, but, yeah, we kind of were on the on season. Mm-hmm. You know, we had an album ready to go. Yeah. Um, COVID hit. But, you know, put all that to the side and uh, here we are now where um, we're back on tour. And, yeah, man, i got to tell you, I don't know whether it was maybe the break um, from live performances around the country um, but it just feels like there's this extra, you know, electricity in these shows. Mm. Um, at one point uh, at the Sydney show for this tour, the Sun Tour, um, you know, we did it at the uh, at the MR Theatre, you know, sold out. But, like, you know, mo- some shows, you know, people get a bit pissy, get mm. a bit loose. Yeah. Um, yep. You know, so when you ask them to, you know, put your hands in the air, they're kind of like, Argh. <laughs> Um, but Sydney was kind of like, you know, We're they're ready. like, oh, we know you guys could do this fucking 20 years ago. Have you still got it? Got it? Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah bro, there were moments where, I, you know, I was looking at DJism and looking at Blister in the show and we're just, we're, you know, telekinetically talking to each yeah. other, really going, this is fucking it, man. Yeah. Like, what, what more do you want? This is our hometown. Um, so it's been amazing to be back on tour, man. I mean, this is. This is what we love. Um, and, you know, it's one of the, you know, most uh, exciting parts of the process, you know. So mm. writing the, you know, the, the album or songs in a studio is always fun. You know, you, well, you've got to make that fun. If you're sitting in a studio and you're 
you know, constantly going, oh, we need to write a hit and it needs to be two minutes something, then mm. you're fucked. You're fucked yeah, from the real. jump. Um, if you go into the studio and you have fun in the studio, it then reflects, you know, back on the listener. They have fun mm. listening to it. Um, so, yeah, it was, uh, it's, it's been great to get back in the studio where we're not stopping, like you said, man. Um, mm. You know, we, can, we tend to have big breaks in between albums, but we pretty much got another one ready to go, man. We've Let's been go. in the laboratory working hard. So, Dig. yeah, good to be back doing live shows. And, uh, yeah, there's an extra, extra buzz in the crowds mm. these days, which I'm, which I'm loving. That's cool, man. That's cool. How's it, um, as I said, you've been doing this for 20, 20 years, man, and still selling our shows and still got that enthusiasm. So much has changed in that space, not only in the world, but in Australian hip hop and the landscape. Have you guys had to adjust at all into how and how the market and the, and the the you know the crowds have changed, or do you have you guys find yourself going back to doing this similar things? What, what does it look like for you guys compared to how it started out? Man, I remember when it started. Mm. You know, you'd look at a um, a festival lineup, and it was just rock and roll, rock and roll, yeah. rock and roll, rock and roll. Um, and then eventually, hip hop group got on the right on the bottom, <laughs> bottom, and more. <laughs> Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and then just started getting bigger. The names were done. Mm. And so when we started, man, there really wasn't a gang load of people doing it. Mm. Um, so, you know, it feels um, special to be part of, you know, a group of people that definitely a group, you know, yeah. um, that pioneered, you know, the starting kind of sounds of this um, and to watch it grow over time. So, you mm. know, we did our first show in, in 2000 and here we are in, 2022 and it's exploded bro mm. it's exploded for real hip-hop has got to be the biggest genre on this planet Fact. and um and to see all the different styles coming out of australia all the different cultures um it's awesome you know this hip-hop is about variety um and uh i love to see all these uh you know young kids getting into it early mm. um you know we've we started when there was no social media. There was no Facebook. Yep. Um, you couldn't hit YouTube and just look up, you know, yeah. how do you write a song? You know, we were, we were stuck going, do you, do you write the rhymes first? Do you, do you find the beat and then write the rhymes mm. to the beat? It was all very primitive for us. Um, so in that sense, you know, we, we, we didn't have uh, followers that were just kind of yeah. liking. <laughs> a click away, up. yeah. You know, we went to every single regional town there was, yep. small, big, buses, trains, sleeping on floors, um, and uh, we created a, a diehard fan base. You know, mm. listen, so, you know, fans don't just slap up a poster and say, I like the boys. Nah, they they'll tattoo it. the lyrics on their ball sack and they'll <laughs> drive 900Ks to get to That's a show. Um, so I think we we developed a very strong hardcore um fan base mm. and they're still there yep they're still there they're still now they got kids now their kids are listening mm. to it um and i think our message has always been quite deep um and been able to stand the test of time i mean there was mm. songs that we were writing you know when we were 22 years old the sea is rising yeah relevant to yeah. today, you know, it was three dudes watching Zeitgeist documentaries, <laughs> figuring out that the Reserve Bank's a load of shit, and yep. um, you know, so yeah. To to wrap it all up, amazing to see um, 
all the new new acts that are coming out of this country, mm. all the different cultures. Um, yeah, it's, it's yeah. beautiful. And that's one thing that B and E's always really stood for. You guys have always been really community focused. So I remember back in the the early days, like the amount of supports you guys have put on over the course of those twenty years. Though. Uh, guys like Seth and Horror Show in their early days. More recently, guys like Nerve, Birds. You know, I mean, you guys have always been promoting community and promoting that next generation. What? Who are some of those names that's got you excited at the moment, bro? Man, I tend to just gravitate towards um, good energy. Mm-hmm. Um, Nerve is uh, is amazing. You know, he's uh, he's a triple threat. Triple a triple threat. <laughs> he's, uh, he's a triple threat, man. Even mm-hmm. uh, quad tr- quad threat. Um, mm-hmm. You know, obviously, uh, we did a track with Chilling It. Yep. I uh, love what he's doing. Um, you know, and and still some of the OGs, you know. Like Seth Century has got to be probably my favourite um, lyricist in this country. Yeah. He's got a special way of, of laying down his rhymes where it doesn't sound or feel like it's, it's personal or it's real. He mm. could talk about shooting someone with a, a Krig gun from a video game, but we just take it lightly. It's, it's kind of mm. comedy. So I love all the, all the different um, styles and stuff like that, man. But, um, but yeah, recently loving nerve, mm. uh, hammy, yeah. um, birds, obviously. Yeah. Uh, we had Melbourne supporting us um, on some of the uh, Victoria leg. So yeah, man, I'm just, uh, I'm just into, to, to good energy mm-hmm. and, um, and guys who are, you know, having fun and, and love what they're doing. Yeah. Guys and girls. For real. For real. Could you have predicted that this is where it got to when you were just a few young cats writing rhymes in a bedroom? Uh oh hell yeah, man. Yeah. I, I, I loved hip hop that much. I knew that it was such an explosive um way of an ex- expression. I felt like, you know, when we first started and you know, we're kind of sampling stuff, hip hop was every genre. Yeah. As long as you put it to that, you know, hip hop, um, you know, BPM, you'd steal a sample from classical music, you know, so it was the best of, of all worlds. Um, like, for example, when um, Buster Rhymes dropped that, Give Me Some More, mm-hmm. and he used the violins from like yeah. the Psycho movie. Um, that was the cool thing. I mean, hip hop in general, it just, it just blew me away, every mm-hmm. aspect of it. It was like, oh, art. Oh, you don't use a brush. You got to use a can. Yeah. And then you can do crazy stuff with the can. You can like razor blade the tip, and it comes out crazy. Then you look at people who dance. Oh, one, two, three, cha, cha, cha. Yeah, that's kind of cool dancing. Now watch this, mate. Cut the spinning on their heads. I just thought every aspect of the culture was amazing, Mm. and um, and it was only going to take um a bit of time before the rest of the world, you know, fell in love with it as well. That's true. Have you got any moments like looking back that? Like really stand out. I'm sure there's a million of them, but you got any? They're like, yo, we did that. That that was really cool. That was really significant. Anything that off the top of your head sticks out? Uh, yeah, yeah. I remember being in Los Angeles, and um, we had recorded our song "I Am Somebody" with Nas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, you know, still that tripped me out. I mean, it's, we're talking in the top five, top ten here. Yeah. And um and we were on this uh, rooftop in Los Angeles and we were waiting for him to come. And I just I just remember looking at DJ Ism. I was just like, dude, we're waiting for Nas to come. Mm. How fucking crazy is that? Yeah. <laughs> um, but then you know, there's been so many moments like that as well. Like um 
funny moment was when we first met Exhibit mm-hmm. before we did um, the track with uh, with X to the Z, mm-hmm. and he rocked up in his car, and I was inside playing video games, and I was like, <clears throat> "Oh fuck! Oh shit! Here he is! Okay, <laughs> oh, oh, how's this high five going to be? What's it going to be? Should I get up? Should I go to the front door? No, maybe it's cool. Maybe it's cool. I should just keep playing video games. That's what a cool guy would do, right? Yeah. And then he came in, and he kind of like. He had his jacket on his shoulder and then he was like holding a bag. So his hands were already, you know, in use. And I kind of came up to him. I was like, hey, man, are you doing? Yeah. And we just <laughs> Fumbled like, it. Like, touching his face. It was the worst, uh, but but funny moments. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> big day out uh, festival in 2010. Mm. Um, I proposed to my, uh, my wife on stage. Uh, I'll never forget that moment. I'll never let her forget it either. <laughs> um, screenshot that, put it on the fridge. Mm. Um, yeah, man. I mean, it's uh, the whole journey has been has been amazing. I mean, when we started and we got on our first plane from Sydney down to Melbourne, you know, we were like, oh fuck, yeah, we made it. Hip hop is taking us fucking places. And you know, now I'm you know able to say that you know we've gone to Africa. Mm. Um, you know, we've performed for the troops in Afghanistan. We've gone to mm. France, London, you know, numerous times across Canada and America. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's been, it's been amazing, man. And we're, and we're grateful, uh, to be able to still do this. Um, and yeah, we're, we're still young at heart, man. We're just yeah, big kids, you know, yeah. actor age, I guess it just sums it up. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. Look at me toys. I'm a big bloody kid, man. Yeah, facts. Facts. How about um how about lessons along the way, man? Like I imagine the amount of learning and growth you guys have had to do both on the road and off the road, personally and as a group. What are some of those lessons that you've learned along the way about yourself or about the industry that maybe you could pass on to some of those kids who are writing rhymes for the first time in their bedroom, dreaming of being B and E one day? Yep, 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 yep. Don't sign anything. <laughs> we live in a different generation right now. Back in the day, you had to, you know, get to a big studio and you needed a record label to, to get yourself out there. But <clears throat> with social media these days, man, and, mm. and you know, you can have a, a, a laptop and a microphone in your bedroom with the right, you know, s- soundproofing and stuff like that. Um, you don't need all the big stuff. Mm. Um, and, you know, yep, you have social media. It's a platform for you to be able to put it out to the world. Um it still is a struggle, I think, there because fucking everyone's doing it. Facts. So you can get lost in the ethos. Um, I would, I would say, don't sign anything. Uh, always think about the independent route. Never, uh, never sign away your publishing. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's an important one. The p- publishing is is you and that notebook. Mm-hmm. And that's fucking yours, man. That is that's that's you and yours. When you start publishing, that whatever comes out of you goes somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So always keep that in. Um, you know, make sure you're in it for the right reasons. If if you're in it to 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 make money, um, yeah, it's probably the wrong reason. Mm. You know, you've got to be into it. Uh, you know, whatever you do in life, you've got to have a passion for it. You've got to love it. Um, Gee, what else? There's, there's, there's a lot. You know, you, you. We get there. So TED Talk right now, bro. It's good. Yeah, you always got to believe in yourself. Um, you always got to watch out for for snakes in the grass. That's why mm. I call myself the lawnmower man. You got to keep mm. that shit. Cut them through. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, man, most most of all is, you know, have fun in what you do. If 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 you're trying to do it to to emulate someone else or look like someone else or you're trying to make music that you don't like but you think other people might like, you want to back out of those routes, you know, you want to you want to do this because you love it. Um and you know, hip hop is a, a vehicle for expression. So, you know, we don't just have to talk about what car you got. Mm your neighborhood. Yep. Yeah. These are just some of the things. Um, we need to really open up topics. Um, I think myself and Bliss over the course of years and, and our albums, you know, we've got fun tracks. Um, we've got deep tracks. Um, but we've also got tracks where we're very vulnerable. Mm-hmm. You know, I go to a certain, you know, place where I don't think about other people, you know, what they're thinking of it. Um, you know, I'll talk about, you know, uh, the time, you know, my, my mother passed when I was 24. These are all very, you know, vulnerable things for me to be able to bring out and mm. put it out there in front of the public. Um, but I think some of those things that um, that we've written that have come from, you know, the heart and very vulnerable place are what connects with people. Um, yeah. You know, we, I wrote a, we wrote a song called Devil on My Shoulder, which is <clears throat> all about me getting off alcohol, mm-hmm. um, which – in September will be my ninth year without a drop of alcohol. Let's go. Woo! You can do it, baby. Mm-hmm. Anyone out there, you can do it. it. It's all good. It's all good when you're in your 20s and you're experimenting. I get what's going on. <laughs> um, but, yeah, don't let anything take over your life. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, I got over that wall. And and then, you know, it, to get over that myself was, was a very personal thing. And then to even put it down on paper and put it out into the world it was. Um, but I've had thousands of, of, of messages and DMs um, mm. explaining to me how they're going through the same thing and how this song has helped. Mm. Um, i got at least 20 people getting back to me at different times saying, you know, I'm six months down the track, man, yeah. you know, blah, blah. That's so nice. if music can do that, that kind of, um, you know, change in people's lives, you know, really, really open up what you talk about and, um, yeah, don't be, don't be scared to let your yeah. fucking heart show. That's powerful, bro. That's powerful. And you spoke there about, yeah, just enjoying what you're doing, having fun. You still got all the enthusiasm, bro. Talk to me about this Strings Attached series coming up, the show. You get to play with a 35-piece Brisbane Symphony Orchestra. That's going to be hella exciting for you. Yeah, man, it is crazy. The, the wild thing about it is about two years ago, we actually started working on an orchestral project. We were wow. grabbing some of our, you know, favourite songs. Mm-hmm. And we were reworking them. It was almost like reimagining the whole song again. Some of the songs go faster in BPM, slower in BPM, extended in time. Um, you know, we we went to work with a whole bunch of producers like John Reichardt, Cam Bluff, okay. um, uh, and you know, really put the motion picture touch on yeah, all nice. these songs. Because I've always I've always felt that myself and Bliss are very vivid with our lyrics, mm-hmm. and it's an ex- you know. Uh, extremely visual experience when you listen to one of our songs um, and for us to be able to combine that motion picture orchestral feel really makes the the lyrics come to life so here we are trying to you know make this project and we kind of put it on the back burner and then we worked on the sun um, and then we did our show for the sun in Brisbane at the Fortitude Valley um, and it sold out and the the owners were you know they loved it and then I think through the owners, they contacted the orchestra and the orchestra then contacted us and was like, would you like to be a part of this strings attached thing? 
Now, if it was any other artist and they'd asked them, we would have had to given them all this music and the orchestra would have had to write parts. Yes, and, yes. and we just went, no worries. We're ready. <laughs> Done. And they were like, oh, we just play what's written. Yeah. Um, so it's a bit magical uh, how that happens. I don't think anything is luck. Um, you know, there we were yeah. manifesting this vision. Um Things don't happen like that. You know, I want a new Ferrari. Boom, it drops yeah. in the fucking fuck yard. Um, you know, you've got to be patient with things. And um, and we were, and, and it kind of fell in our lap. And then, you know, this Friday we're gonna be uh we're gonna be up there. But I was like, no, nah, we need to do a little something scary here. We need everyone in V for Vendetta masks. Mm. It needs to be a cult thing. And we walk out V for Vendetta masks with glow, glowing like you know, lights all around it. Um and the gang loved it. They were like, yeah, yeah bro, of course, mate. <laughs> um, so, yeah, man, it's 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 going to be crazy. I mean, we've, we've never done anything like this. Mm. Um, and so, you know, also being a, like a suit and tie kind of event. Yeah, a bit um, different to the, to the norm, eh? <laughs> yeah, a little bit, a little bit different. A little sweaty in the pits. That should be sweet. <laughs> And talk to me a bit about uh, life life away from the studio, man. Dad life. How's how's things personally, bro? And how's that work life balance go for you? Because that's something that a lot of artists we find struggle with. And uh, but it seems that you've really settled into that into that role as a husband, as, as a dad, and just as enjoying life where you're at now, bro. Yeah, man. I think the big thing for me was um, was obviously having a uh, a baby boy in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't uh, you can't explain it with words. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. But moving away from Sydney, I was in Campbelltown for a very long time, mm-hmm. you know, and for my son, I was just kind of like looking around. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, a swing set and a cul-de-sac is the entertainment mm-hmm. out here? <laughs> and I started remembering, you know, when I was younger, I lived <clears throat> up in kind of like Cool and Gatter and Tweed Heads, and all I remember was just, um, you know, hitting the beach every day, you know, going for rainforest walks. And I just thought, you know, I need to change up my lifestyle. So myself and the family moved up to the Northern Rivers, mm-hmm. kind of around the Byron Bay area. Beautiful. And, uh, mate, yeah, I got nothing to complain about. Yeah. Um, you know, I love what I do. I got two beautiful dogs. He's taking a shit in the backyard right now. Dirty mutt. Um, love them. Uh, they just got some gold chain collars. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, but yeah, man, I mean, uh, it's, it's, it's all perspective. Um, you've really got to learn to, 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 to clean the brain. Um, don't wake up and grab that phone. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I wake up literally, I take my son to school and then I'm on my electric bike and I hit the beach. Mm-hmm. I'm on the beach. It's very, there's no people on the beach, dude. Um, and even if I've just seen a bit of the news or something mm-hmm. and something shit on the radio or whatever, yep. I will then get on my bike and I will cruise and I will cuss yeah. out the ocean. Yeah, you motherfuckers want it! Yeah, you fucking... And then I come back to the shore. I got it all out of me, mate. Um, yeah, dude, I'm just living free. Um, I surround myself with, with shit I love, like mm. fucking toys and yep. awesome basketball Let's cards. Let's go. That I'm just a, I'm just a young kid and uh, I'm loving it, man. Yeah, I uh, I don't watch um, much news or mm-hmm. TV. If I do use that uh, that subliminal uh, mind bending tool, I'll, I'll I'll watch what I want to watch. Yeah, for real. Um, but uh, but yeah, man, 
I just, yeah, I'm, I'm loving life. I'm, I love what I fucking Good do. Good to hear, my man. You can see it in you, bro. You can see it in you. That's awesome to hear. Let's, let's have a bit of fun, bro. Let's slide into the money minute. So I'm going to just fire some quick questions at you, and you hit me okay. with the first answer that pops in your head, yeah? Okay. All right, let's go money minute with my man Esso right now. If you could hang out with a cartoon character for a day, who would it be and why? A cartoon character for a day. Oh, it'd be Rick Sanchez mm-hmm. from uh, Rick and Morty, baby. The Love smartest it. cunt in the galaxy. Yeah, <laughs> go off to some crazy planet and hop on some moon rocks. All about it. Uh, if the world's ending tomorrow, what's the last meal you're having for dinner tonight? Ooh, it'd be a big bowl and it would be fried chicken, boneless, with waffles, ice cream, crispy Canadian bacon and maple syrup. You crush that bitch. You've thought about this before. <laughs> I've had um, it before. Yeah, nice. No. Um, dream collaboration, if you could work with any artist, dead or alive, who would it be? Ooh. I'm just, it's going to be, I have to be a posse track here, dude. We've got mm-hmm. Tupac running the first verse, then mm-hmm. me, then we've got Old Dirty Bastard, then we've got um, uh, Big Boy and Andre 3000, Outcast. Mm-hmm. Big, big. Uh, what's a movie recommendation everyone should watch? <sighs> Fuck! Oh, mate, that's a hard one, bro. I'm a big movie buff. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's too much shit. I've got the Joker in my head, but it's not, you know. Um, <laughs> shit. <laughs> There's, there's, there's too much, man. There's too much. We can, um, move, we can keep moving. Okay, a move. documentary yep. called Unacknowledged. Okay, okay. I'm going to suss that. I'm going to suss that. Uh, what's your, your phone background, bro? The wallpaper on your phone? Uh, it's my son. Oh, adorable. Adorable. <laughs> uh, if the tables are turned and you're in my seat, who's the first person you're interviewing? Shadow. Mm, big, big. Oh, yeah. I like that. I like that. Um, dream holiday destination anywhere in the world. Ooh, we're going to Amsterdam, baby. <laughs> going to Amsterdam. Um, favorite record of your own that you guys ever made? Like a uh, whole album or song? Song. One song. Ooh. It's a tough one. Um, I'll go with Addicted, man. Yeah. Powerful. Powerful. We hit the nail on the head with that. Mm-hmm. And last question, the most controversial one we always ask on $80. Pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Um, depends how dude I am. Because after a couple of buns, I'm like, throw the pineapple on! <laughs> Uh, but normally, nah, nah, nah. Not wrong with that. All right, that's the Money Minute with my man, Esso, bro. Hey, thank you so much for your time today, my man. It's been an absolute pleasure to connect, reconnect, chat through the years, and, and it's exciting to see what you guys have got going on now. And you always know that we're big supporters of what you're doing and appreciative for the legacy and imprint you guys have left on hip-hop in this country, man. Nah, thank you very much, brother. It was a uh, honour to be on and and love what you're doing, man. You are keeping the content going for this culture and uh, – and keeping the people connected on with what's going on. So appreciate that, my guys. Big love always. Big love. Who are you to tell me how to live my life? My life. Cause I won't give this up. These are my shoes, my view, my cue. To say I do give a fuck.
Sono una mamma come te.